Is Shane going to be like, and then with the fried chicken, Josh? Podcast. This is level one thirty three. Hey, look, it's Robert Rodriguez. That's right, we are back. We're back with another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape dot network. And we've got a packed house, full house, jammed in there. International tour, Geekscape Games, getting it done. Uh, I, I, at the top of the show, I want to say we have the dynamic duo, the 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 crafty Canadians, the Derek and and Michaela. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Hi there. So uh, this is you were really that was like a really good intro for a second, and then it kind of all fell apart. Yeah, I, I'm story of my life. Hey, it starts out pretty good, and then it just kind of. <laughs> um. So, um, Miss uh, Miss Mika, Michaela, Micah. Yes. Um. Whatever. Yes, sir. Whatever name that you know my any of those names will do. Yes. Um. The big M. Uh, <laughs> uh, the old ball and chain. That one will not do. We will not have that one. That's really sexist, Derek. You're being really problematic. You might get kicked off the show. That's inappropriate. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think <laughs> next level stuff. I yeah. think if we're able to get kicked off the show for being sexist, then like we'd all be gone like, years ago. <laughs> yep. That's yep. true. That's true. Um, so uh, this is your second appearance at the Geekscape Games podcast. So tell us. It is. First off, all I got was Mika's going to be on. And I thought, yay. And I was like, <laughs> why? <laughs> so all I got was well, no, we're recording a podcast Yo, okay, hold tonight. On, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Courtney. Um, I, I don't want to sound like a like a. Well, I mean, hmm. so I'm an. I want to sound like Derek. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to sound like Derek to be really sexist. <laughs> but I've tried to like get you on and get Megan on, and you're both like, nah, nah. So oh no 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 no. You didn't. I didn't say no. I asked if I could be on. I said Mika and Megan. Oh. You said Courtney. You talk, said I said, hold Courtney on, Courtney. I definitely pause. heard Courtney. I, I, said, I said, hold on, Courtney, pause. Gotcha. Not everything's about you, so, princess. There's too many cooks. I can't tell what's <laughs> no, going on. No, don't get there. So what started. you're saying is you're missing Megan. Yes, we need to get Megan Because in. not quite good enough, you need Megan, too. No, you are. You are more than good enough. <laughs> <laughs> but Megan would be fun. I would be down with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't we all just Why don't we all just leave and just let the girls take over? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. I got it. Hold on. See. We'd probably get more <laughs> listeners. Actually, right. super funny. Uh, right. We had a question right. this week: was if uh, the Geekscape Games crew got replaced, who would replace you? So all guys could just get replaced by the ladies. Yep. I choose Matt Kelly. <laughs> No, 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 your lady now? no, 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 that's not okay. No, we can't. And that, then I can't. No, no, I heard that one. I, I was walking. I was walking downstairs. I heard that. The show's going to get taken over by the ladies. And then all of a sudden they're all going to co-host the, uh, the horror movie night podcast. <laughs> We're going to do our, our crossover. Again, and then it'll it'll just be us girls and Matt. Since since we brought it up, Horrorgate, we're currently sitting at 104 days since Horror-gate. Matt Kelly <laughs> was was on. Like, do you just like? Are you just guessing the number, or do you look it up before each oh, episode? No, 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 no. He no. made he made an he or got a counter with a day counter so that he can know how long it's been since Matt Kelly was on the show, so he can bitch about it. July 23rd. This isn't some commitment. <laughs> 
This isn't like Goldberg streak where you're just adding days that never happened. No, no, no. This is this is scientific, and by scientific, I mean I'm just counting the days. Yeah, July twenty seventh. So, still waiting on that invite, Matt. What do I got to do? What do I got to do? Uh, so yeah, uh, Michaela's on the podcast. Derek's on the podcast. Miss Courtney Dossett, where the C stands for corned beef, is on the That's podcast. Racist. Racist. Better than what it said you sent it standing for at off air. That's real racist. Yeah. Uh, and why is that racist? Because I'm Irish. That's real racist. Are you Italian? Why is that racist? I'm Italian, Irish, German, and corned beef's not really a thing in Canada, so I need someone to explain. Is it like an Irish thing? Yeah. But what, why is it racist? Is Shane going to be like, and then with the fried chicken? <laughs> oh, oh, no. So my router restarted, and all I heard yeah. was fried chicken. So I think we skirted that one. He was like, I'm hungry. Okay. Well, that's, all you really need, that's all you really need to know. All right, so, so how about this? Miss Courtney Dossett, where the C stands for conjugal visit. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Shane that's inappropriate. And uh, Josh Jackson, how are you doing, my dear? Lovely. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Um, I feel like you, you and I need to chat more. I think so, too. Yeah. I don't chat with anybody these days. No. You know, you got my number. You can always call me. I don't think so. <laughs> you told me not to call him because of those long-distance minutes. No, the minutes are fine. It's the 25-cent text message. iMessages are free. So BlizzCon's <laughs> happening. You guys can get WhatsApp and solve all your problems. How about we just use Slack? I'm not going to download another chat app. There's already like 40 of them, and then it's like it's like one chat app per person, basically. Don't you guys already talk in several chat apps? Can you just have like a private conversation in one of those? It's not the same. No, yeah, it's exactly the same. Not the same. I think we need like, I think we need Peach for that. What? Is that a, is there, is that a new one? That sounds like was a sexy one. It was a new one like a year ago, and then no one actually used it. And now it's defunct. I think Eric Francisco downloaded it, and I downloaded it, and he's my only friend on it. Peach is a mobile application-based social network created by Don Huffman. Peach is available on Android and iOS. Huffman's a co-founder of Vine. So you can only send six-second text messages. That sounds awful. That sounds worse. Does Vine still exist? No. It's gone? Yeah. Peach has magic words, which have been compared to Slack's similar slash shortcuts. These allow users to access commonly used functions, such as typing the letter G to send a GIF. Or C to bring up a calendar. Ooh. But yeah, uh, BlizzCon's happening. <laughs> um, and uh, my crush, or actually my fiance to be, I haven't quite said yes yet, but uh, um, Momokun uh, is, is there working with HP. So she's on a little vacation from me right now. Um, but uh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for her to come back. Um, there's actually a lot of um, prominent, like, cosplayers and models that, like, um, at least ones that I've like follow closely that are um, uh, getting jobs for BlizzCon. Um, and this goes back to we had um, who was talking about fuck who was that was that Taylor? It was Taylor. Yeah, Taylor was like I don't um excuse me um I don't understand how somebody can get paid dressing up as someone else's intellectual property. Um, it just doesn't make any sense uh, unless you're like Jessica Negri. Why even do it? Um, was- <laughs> that's a really good impression of that's Taylor. that's what I usually sound like when I impersonate Shane <laughs> dick just, just d- dick wow. um but yeah uh, and then um everyone's like nah nah dude you're, you're talking to the wrong group you're like nah it's not, it's not gonna happen um nobody's gonna agree with you <laughs> but um this is case in point there's a lot of models that you know yeah hey you know up his other intellectual properties they get hired for modeling gigs hey check me out at the hp booth and you know people like taylor who have hover hand that you know have a really 
big lens. He had a big lens for PAX. Really it's like planet Earth. He's like two kilometers away. <laughs> Getting right up. Uh, <laughs> dude, the cooler, I mean, you, you needed a wide angle for the Cooler Master Babes. They're, they, they're, whoever they booked to run the Cooler Master booth and put them in those purple leggings, their butts were like, Bruh. What is that? What does that mean? Uh, eat the booty like groceries. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode <laughs> of the Geekscape Games podcast. Are we going to talk about video games? Or are you just going to talk about booth babes? Let's talk about asses. let's talk about video games. Courtney, tell us what's going on at BlizzCon. Um, the only thing I'm really excited for from BlizzCon was the Overwatch stuff. Uh, surprise, surprise. What? Let's hear about it. Um, so we're getting a bunch of new skins. Or we're getting new skins? Yeah. So there's going to be a new skin. I think they said a new skin and. Um, new intros for all 26 characters. So everybody's getting something new. What? what? Um, with, yep. Uh, on top of that, we're getting another map. Um, yeah. We're. It's going to be called Blizzard World, which sounds kind of like their take. It's Blizzard's version of Disney World, but it's fake. Um, and it's going to have references from Diablo, Starcraft, and Warcraft in the new map. A yeah. lot of the new skins reference a lot of those other ips as well yeah so that's gonna be uh where the hell is the fucking where's like the blog post where like the, I don't li- know. the list of shit happening no i don't want to watch the video god damn it blizzard.com so are these things that people will have to like pay for or um, they so just magically exist so skins you can get um you can either purchase them with in-game currency that you can earn and or buy or you could get them through loot boxes oh, um, okay, yep. the good old loot boxes i know what those are i listened yeah, to that episode of this podcast <laughs> um the the map you'll you get randomly it's what it'll be one of the places that you can go and play on you don't have to pay for the map it's just what you randomly spawn into um in addition to that we got um a new overwatch animated short called honor and glory yes it will make you cry so prepare yourself for that. Um, it's kind of peeking into Reinhardt's past and tugs at your heartstrings a little bit. Um, and then uh, <laughs> it was really hard to watch. I don't want to spoil it if you haven't watched it, but fuck, it hurt. I think um, the saddest part about it is it wasn't a diva short. Dude. <laughs> um, and then we're getting a new hero um, for uh, Talon. Uh, her name is going to be Moira. And um, she's... A DPS healer, she's a lot like Zenyatta uh, in a lot of ways. She has, like, a, a life-draining power, so she can drain the life from her enemies. And she also has the ability to, like, throw up an orb that can heal her allies in a certain area. Um, and she's, bas- I... she's basically, like, like a weebs, like, like fan character, because she runs like Naruto. Her, she runs her, like Naruto. Her alt is basically... Uh, a Dragon Ball um, Z. Um, Maya, Maya. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she, uh, she's got a really cool vibe. Like she's got, um, like definitely, she's definitely talented. She's definitely evil. Like she looks like, fuck, she looks like one of the bad guys from Starcraft. I can't remember. But, um, yeah, one of her, one of her hands, uh, she has her main ability, the biotic grasp. One of her, uh, hands, um, expends her biotic energy to heal allies. And then the other one is a long beam uh, ranged weapon that saps the other, uh, or it saps enemies' health. The biotic orb is kind of like that, but um, like a distance, like AOE. Uh, she can teleport, and her super-duper Kamehameha wave. Um, uh, ooh, she got an origin story short as well. Hmm, cool. Yeah. And she it. can, she has this cool, like, Nega orb thing that she can throw out Excuse and it kind me, of bounces around. Nega. One more time. Orb. 
N-E-G-A, like a negative gotcha. orb that she can throw out. Don't <laughs> you even start with me, you motherfucker. <laughs> if only we had an instant replay or something. Oh, no. That's um, definitely going to be the stinger. Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. So she throws it out, and it kind of bounces around um, in the environment, and it can hit the other players, and, and it takes away their energy and kind of kills them, which is cool. The only gripe I have with this character is that she does not have an Irish accent. Apparently she, she, she does have an Irish it's accent. It's not a big corned beef fan, I hear. No! Apparently her... <laughs> God damn it, Derek. <laughs> According to the Neckbeards on Reddit, her accent is... is her accent is, is not Irish. Is very, very reserved. I'm listening to the origin trailer right now. Yeah, she's she's listen, she's Irish. There was others no. in the shadows. Irish. If it's Irish, it is like the weakest, saddest Irish accent I've ever and heard does, in my and life. Doesn't that mean it's a good thing? Maybe like, she like moved away like when she wasn't that old, and so it's kind of faded. Yeah. Or like it's like me where I only say coffee every once in a while. Yeah, but you don't have a Boston. You weren't from Boston. No, I'm not. My grandparents are from New York, though, and that's where I picked it up from. The bakers from Boston. No. What? What? Where the fuck are you getting Boston? That was kind of accenty when she said Boston. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I almost spewed tea everywhere. Oh. Anyway, huh. so yeah, um, Overwatch stuff, pretty dope. What do you guys think? I, I, oh, input, co- co- collective input. So it gives me another reason. Mad to keep for that <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so much input. Oh my god, I got an input Bukaki. Ew. <laughs> I went to start playing Overwatch the other day because you guys always talk about it, and I was like, okay, I'll try this. And then we don't have it anymore because while I was away, Derek decided to sell it. And so <gasps> I don't know. They had double trade credit in it at GameStop. I'll never uh, know. That sounds terrible. It was terrible. I got, I think I put it towards a game I played for a couple hours, though. So it's already more than you played Overwatch. <laughs> It's just more than I put into Overwatch. Aww. <laughs> so, Josh, tell us what you think. I'll, I'll get it for you again. Don't worry. Um, the I think the new character looks really interesting. It kind of looks like I mean, I guess it's kind of the similar thing with Orissa, but it um, it seems like she's a kind of like a mishmash of all of the other characters to an extent. Kind of like how her ability can heal and hurt enemies and uh, teammates, kind of like Anna does. The Zenyatta comparison. She has a teleport. Um, overall, I think Moira looks really cool. But if she's anything like Doomfist or Sombra or Orisa, I'll play her for thirty minutes and then just go back to Diva and Zenyatta and Bastion, whoever else I usually play. But the the skins look great. I feel like the Blizzard crossover stuff is is was a long time coming, especially when. Especially when stuff like Heroes of the Storm, the Overwatch characters get all these really cool skins, and then we're like on Overwatch itself, we're usually left with waiting for the cooler stuff. So I feel like it's overdue, but better late than never. Where are we seeing these new skins? Um, they're on Instagram. They're uh, I'm pretty sure they're on Blizzard's website. I'm all over the website, and I can't. Um, there's a new May skin. They're pulling from the Overwatch or the May short that was out like. <laughs> A month ago? Oh, yeah. I know you. Um, Did you not see? Also, right? I I'm trying you. to find the pictures. Their website sucks. Oh my god. I will find them and send them to you. And yes, Josh, uh, on uh, the the new Reinhardt from the the short that just came out today, that one's going to be coming. So I go to battle.net, I go to news, and I click on Overwatch, and the last thing was a my post god. from three days ago. I'm pretty sure battle.net's just talking about the game itself and not yeah. baseball. I mean, no. you're gonna want to probably go to like Google to Overwatch skins and and not even have had this conversation. You could probably just type Overwatch and it'll pop up with every video game website on the planet. <laughs> mm, 
Oh wow, look at that. GameSpot News 34 minutes ago. Fuck me. Alright. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, embarrass me in front of thousands. Okay. Well, I mean, you embarrassed yourself. <laughs> so there's a Narissa skin, a Torbjorn skin, a new Widowmaker, Doomfist, Zarya, Roadhog, Reinhardt, and May. And aside from the Reinhardt and May ones, they're all inspired by other Blizzard games, which is a yeah cool touch for longtime fans. Oh my God, Roadhog is the butcher. Yeah. Oh my I God. Like it. Um, the butcher, the butcher was like probably one of the scariest moments in gaming. Ever. You remember, like, has the any... butcher from what? Diablo oh, 1. Oh, from Diablo? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Do you, do you remember running into the, the butcher in Diablo 1? That's like the first boss, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember like, that. Like, you, you open that cage and he's just like, and you're just like, yeah. ah! I got spooped, spooped hard. Um, that's exactly what my reaction was. Yeah. As yeah. a six year old boy. You were spooked hard? I was spooked hard. Spook cocky. Anyway, moving now on. I'm trying too hard. Yeah, I'm trying too hard because nobody else is trying. Dead air. Dead air, everybody. Um, uh, so World of Warcraft, they're, they're coming out with the World of Warcraft Classic Edition, uh, which I feel is a bold move, bold move after all the stuff with the private servers, uh, last year. Um, in case it, anybody doesn't know, uh, there was a, a movement where, uh, there was players and, um, fans that were, um, uh, maintaining vanilla pre, like, Burning Crusade, um, World of Warcraft servers that you could play on private servers and then they there was like a blizzard kind of like turn turn a blind eye and was like yeah we'll, we'll let this happen we'll let this you know do whatever um and then they like shut it down and like they ended like they ended really abrasive abrasively with a lot of people uh and a lot of uh fans that they've been working closely with but they're releasing world of warcraft classic uh no details other than than that um and it's probably going to bring back like the stuff like pvp like hard pvp where like gear was like important so there'd be people that would like farm epic level gear and then give it to like a level 19 player and just like totally like roll face and battlegrounds but i remember how hard it was to get like horses and shit even back in that back at that time like right? it took a long time yeah now now, now you get a fucking and then it, like immediately tiger. after i got mine it was mm -hmm. like oh you can just pretty much have one now like no problem yeah and yeah. I feel like all that work was for nothing. Um, Derek, you um had a very strong reaction in the Slack when you got that news. Um, what, what, what? Yeah, what, I just I don't know why, but it like like I saw the title, and for some reason, like I just jumped on in excitement that it potentially would be free to play. It's not. It, it sounds like it's just part of your standard subscription. But one of the things that like because I I played War I played World of Warcraft on and off for several years, like back. I, I like I think I started before Burning. Is was Burning Crusade the first expansion? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I think I started before Burning Crusade came out, um, and played on and off for a few years. Um, I just like like I would love some sort of free to play aspect. You know, not the level twenty thing that they have now, which is great, and it's great to get people into the game. But I just don't have enough time to play that it would be of any value to pay the fifteen bucks a month for a subscription. And one thing I was thinking, I wish you could just buy playtime. Yeah. Like if I could, if I could buy. 10 hours or by 20 hours and that's actual like time that you're clocking in the game like i would probably do that in a second because i really love the time that i spent with that game and the only thing that's stopping me is like i'll pay 80 dollars for a game now and play it for two hours ever because two weeks from now a new game comes out and i want that one too um 
but like but if i could just buy a set amount of time to play world of warcraft 4 rather than having to get that subscription every month because maybe there's a two or three month period where i won't play and i don't want to put 45 dollars into that like couldn't you just do it for a month and then yeah but like i mean i guess 15 dollars for a couple of hours is Still a better value than I most think, video games can you buy. But... Buy time with gold. Yeah, but no? I don't have. It's pretty expensive. Like you can buy the tokens with gold, which you can sort of, like change into a month of play. I don't think I ever had that much gold though. Uh, I want to consult the book. Pretty expensive. So I have a question. I like tried to play World of Warcraft for a little while last year, and it was fun like to play, but it looked really old and clunky to me. Yeah, it is really old. And so, mm-hmm. are they not gonna like make a new version or like update it? They, so that, that is it with updates. They have. <laughs> They've updated a lot. So yeah. they had. And nobody um, like. Why is it so good that nobody cares that it looks like that? Um. Well, originally when it came out, they purposely kept it because the install base was so huge. They were purposely like not pushing the envelope to be like, "Yo, you can play this on your fucking school computer." Whoa. Um, and so they were getting a lot, like a, a gigantic install base. Um, and then when uh, Cataclysm came out in 2009 or 2010, they they had a um, an engine shift. Like they had a huge graphic update because um, they were still running the engine from 2003, 2004. So Cataclysm mm-hmm. came out and updated it, but it didn't update it like enough. Uh, yes, okay. it is. It is it still was barely a difference. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it, it, you're right. Essentially, it's because they want it to be able to be on everyone's computer, not just, like, super fast computers. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can buy into that. What else? Uh, so, they're having the classic. There's a new um, World of Warcraft expansion called Battle for Azeroth. Because apparently they forgot that the uh, factions were a thing, and the factions were supposed to be fighting, so they're fighting again. The... <laughs> um, the trailer for it has me fucking gave me goosebumps. Like I don't, I'm not into World of Warcraft at all. I'm not into swords and sorcery, but that trailer was like, yo, dope. And it really, yeah, like I feel like pretty pretty much nobody does like cinematics to get you pumped like Blizzard does. They they, yeah. they should make a, a Warcraft movie. It they would be did. awesome if a Warcraft movie existed. It was well, the Warcraft movie was great. What are you talking about? What it would be awesome if a Warcraft movie existed. What are you fucking trying to say? They made a movie. Yeah. Isn't that a thing that just happened? Did, did yeah, they, he doesn't I, accept it for some arbitrary reason. Uh, okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, is anybody excited no, for this? Is any, any of us really excited for this? Um. No, because I, I just want to buy a little bit of time. I would be if I wasn't wasting. $15 a month on Final Fantasy 14 already that I never play. Bruh. <laughs> let, let me use your account. I'll play it. Dude, I... I don't know why I don't just cancel it. I really need to play it, but I don't have time. And every time I think about canceling it, I'm like, no, I'll play it tomorrow. Uh, do, you have it on, <laughs> do, you, do you have it on PC or console? Console. I have it on both, actually, but my main account's on console. Yo, let me let me play your PC one. I'll, I'll roll an alt. Well, it's technically not mine, but... Give me the credentials and we just hush hush. No, I think it's. I think I'm okay. Uh, the reverse. Uh, re- <laughs> send him your Netflix while you're at it. Yeah, we'll have the, retu- we'll <laughs> have the return. That stranger He's things. already mooching Netflix. Yeah, I'm stealing Courtney's uh, Netflix. I feel like Netflix. Like Netflix is like so inexpensive. I can't believe people don't like. I can't believe I people have, share Netflix. It's so I have inexpensive. Four people on my Netflix. Well, I have like a network of five people. Like one person has Netflix, another person has the WWE network, another person like has that, New I, Japan. I just pay for everything pretty much. And then we all just split it we all just share it i uh, i pay for youtube red wait no i mean i, I, I got I got, I got that wrong i pay for red tube <laughs> <laughs> got a stream in that 4k yeah. vr for cocky for cocky never mind okay speaking uh, of speaking of vr did you guys wait what am i talking about of course you didn't but they're coming out with the, 
They're coming out with a Neptune VR game. Whoa! Yeah, it's like a remake of the PS4 game, but they're adding like a VR mode so you could sit in their rooms and like hang out. <laughs> is, is that the is that the uh, is that the thing that's gonna get you to buy PlayStation VR? <laughs> you know what? I, I told I was telling Megan that. <laughs> <laughs> you can just you know hang out. <laughs> what are we gonna do on the bed? <laughs> oh no. Oh man. All right. Um. I mean, that's kind of all I wanted to talk about. BlizzCon's going strong. It's it's going on all cylinders. I'm very excited for. Oh, StarCraft Two is going free to play. StarCraft Two is going. To that's free pretty to play. cool. And if you is there loot boxes in StarCraft Two? Not yet. I was going to say there will be. Pretty quick here. Yeah. Oh, I I, I want to say we we touched on the the whole loot box as a gambling thing, um, a few times, and um, I I would like to um have our listeners if they're interested in that story. The folks over at Funhouse had a um, a, a video game lawyer on their uh, most recent Dude Suit podcast, and he basically described it as um, uh, loot boxing is gambling because um, you p- uh, courts are saying like, hey, it's not gambling because it's just like it's just like magic cards, like a booster pack or like baseball cards. Um, apparently, judges think that uh, magic cards and cards in a booster pack have inherent value. So you're getting something back for it. If you're putting, you know, a dollar ninety nine into a loot box and you're getting back something that has no inherent value, like you're like, oh, I'm doing it specifically to get that skin or like that intro, and you're not getting it, and you're just getting stuff that is has no value to you, then it's gambling. So well, and and you can ha- you can sell your magic cards. You can sell. Can you not your... sell your skins and stuff? No. No, you can in in you, you can't you can in stuff like CS:GO where but not. But not Overwatch. Not Overwatch, but it's he actually works with Blizzard, and he's like, it's it's not it's not as bad, but it's still gambling because you're not getting anything of inherent value. Go back, go listen to the Dude Suit podcast, just like the first little bit. It was really really fascinating to have an expert weigh in on it that kind of said that you know yes, it is gambling because of here are the reasons. Um, apparently, I, hello, hello, what was that? that was I heard a mouse you. or something. That was Patchy Mari saying, "Fuck off." Oh, keep buying more loot boxes. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. What do you guys? What else do you guys want to talk about? Team Rocket's uh, coming back. Are they? Yeah. And so is every other evil team leader from every Pokemon game ever in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which they just announced yesterday. No, two days ago. Tell us about it. So apparently, they're bringing back Team Rocket for the first time since Gold and Silver. Jeez, it's been that long. Yeah, because every game since. Ruby and Sapphire just had like a new evil organization in every game. But in this one, they're bringing back Giovanni and Team Rocket. But and they haven't explained the details yet, or they probably won't. They want you to buy the game and figure it out yourself. <laughs> but uh, um, the the new Team Rocket is being led by Giovanni, but it's also featuring every leader from every other organization throughout every other game. Ooh. So how that's going to play into it going to be really interesting plus they show giovanni fighting with mewtwo in his possession so it's hinting that you might have to fight all the legendaries from all the other games in the control of some of the villains too so they might actually be a threat this time but it's pokemon so probably not (laughs) so we were talking in the pre-show um and i want to touch on this again in case people aren't in the in the know but is ultra moon ultra moon is is not like a like a redo um, you 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 touched on why they're releasing this one as opposed to the original ones. So pretty much cover those points again for us. Um, well, I, I've been reading that 
And I don't know if this is speculation or if it was confirmed. I think there was an interview saying that there were features that they wanted to put into Sun and Moon that they couldn't put in due to time constraints, which is why they're doing Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon to try to get all that in. But the impression that a lot of people have, at least, is that Sun and Moon was essentially incomplete. So Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is like a redo where they're going to re-release it, pretty much ignore the events of the first games and basically start from scratch, do it all over again, but this time have the complete vision that they wanted to have in the original set it seems so bizarre to me like was was there is there any logic behind it were they rushed was there just a creative differences like like well i know from playing sun and moon that like on the surface when you first start playing it it seems like really cool because you have all these new improvements they uh changed the way the navigation works they added a few new pokemon and all that but the game really didn't have a whole lot to really justify it being like a whole new generation like they do every couple of years with all the other games. And it did feel like it was kind of empty, especially when you beat the game and there really wasn't anything to do. It was also the first Pokemon game in the series history that didn't have uh, complete uh, Pokedex entries for every previous Pokemon. What, what so it was mean? like, really? Mean? Like, the game itself had 300, right? Mm-hmm with n- natively to that game and then if like say in past games if i was playing pokemon x and y and i wanted to transfer pokemon from black and white so they would have their you know they would have their own new character models animations and they would have their own pokedex entries and then one of the things that was really rewarding as a longtime player was to be able to bring in all your old ones and fill up the pokedex so it would say oh you've caught all like 700 whatever it was but with sun and moon the only pokemon that are even acknowledged by the game are the 300 that are native to those games so if you transfer something that's not native to those games it's just like a blank entry like they're not acknowledged in your pokedex or your collection or anything it's just there to use in battles and that's it but do they have sprites yeah they had the same character models from x and y but like they weren't cataloged at all or they weren't really acknowledged as you obtaining it that's uh, why why? Why? That, that boggles my mind. Because they wanted to release it in time for November last year. I guess. Mm. Money grubbers. Anyway, pretty much. I mean, it's kind of like the f- whole Final Fantasy 15 thing where people liked the game, but they felt it was unfinished. And now, sure enough, all these interviews are coming out with the director of the game saying, oh, yeah, we would have had to delay the game another year or two. But instead, we just sold it unfinished. And now we're selling all the rest of the game in pieces <laughs> as DLC. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's what every other company has been doing for the last decade, right? Essentially. Except uh, Final Fantasy 15 was really bad. <laughs> in, like in the sense that the plot was in certain aspects was just was just incomplete and you couldn't mm. understand a lot of the like characters would just disappear for no reason and then like three hours later they would come back and they don't really even acknowledge it and mm. then a few months later it's like hey you want to find out what happened when that character vanish off screen you can buy this dlc <laughs> <laughs> well do you know who doesn't uh, provide an incomplete product. Blizzard. BlizzCon's going on. LootCrate.com. If you want to get an awesome crate of geeky and gaming and pop culture stuff, you go to LootCrate.com slash Geekscape and use the promo code Geekscape to get a discount and to give us credit on your checkout. You know what, though? I don't... That's not true, though, because one time I got a loot box and it was ripped open and it was missing stuff, but I think that was my postman's fault. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not Loot Crate's fault. No, that's the United States Postal Service. Um, the postman didn't try to sell it to you later, though. Um, so he's different than those game publishers. Um, <laughs> November's theme... Yeah, I just kept it for himself. <laughs> like like Konami and Silent Hills. Ooh. <laughs> Rest and rip. I had a, a dream about uh, PT last night. Like, I, I dreamt I was in PT. That's terrifying. I had a dream my that cat got ran awful. over. Whoa! Oh. Why? What happened? I don't know. I've been having weird dreams lately. Hmm. You need to go on a vacation. You need to come visit me. 
I'm going to Japan in January. Oh, stop off That's in Alaska awesome. first. Stop off in Alaska first. Yeah, just on on the way. It's right? on the way. It, it's 100 on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Just, a lot of the time, just... you actually stop in Anchorage when you're. But he's got he's got wrestling place. to watch. I'll just parachute down. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Loot Crate, uh, November's theme is Unite 2.0. Basically, it's teamwork. Teamwork, teamwork, teamwork. Like Overwatch and Voltron and Power Rangers. Like and, America. And DC. America, like the North American uh, Trade Agreement. North American Free Trade I Agreement. That's, I heard that's going away or something. NAFTA's NAFTA? working. NAFTA's working. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, something's playing in the background. Yeah, so uh, go to LootCrate.com slash Geekscape. Use the promo code Geekscape uh, to help us out, to help them out. It's a fan fantastic product thank you so much for the sponsorship loot crate so numbers who likes numbers i mean we're talking about like numbers, numbers of mario games yeah that have been sold nintendo likes numbers. yeah uh everyone likes numbers in terms of buying copies of mario apparently uh they sent out a press release yesterday or the day before um that actually in five the five days since mario odyssey has gone on sale uh it sold more than 1.1 million copies in just the united states yeah, so that makes it the fastest-selling Super Mario game ever in the U.S. Um, the previous one was Super Mario, uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Um, they said it's also the fastest-selling game so far for Nintendo Switch, probably because the previous one would have been Zelda. Um, this game is selling better right away because more people naturally have Switches now than they could get when Zelda came out, I would imagine. Um, so that's pretty crazy. Uh, one thing that was really interesting in that press release as well, they said that the game is actually... Um, uh, so on Metacritic... The game at this point currently has a score of 97 with 43 perfect scores, and that actually makes Mario Odyssey the best-reviewed game on Metacritic for any system for the last three years, um, aside from uh, Breath of the Wild, which was the previous one. Um, so the best-reviewed games of the last three years are Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey, which, I mean, pretty much everywhere has been picking it up that, that pretty much the game of the year this year it's zelda or it's mario like nintendo is competing with itself at this point which is crazy um i, I got actually a canadian specific press release which was pretty interesting because they had some canadian specific facts on there um so the Nintendo Switch is actually the best-selling console in the country for 2017. Um, Mario Odyssey is the fastest-selling Nintendo Switch title ever, selling more copies in its launch weekend than than Breath of the Wild, which, again, makes sense because of the fact that more people have Switches now than they did seven months ago or whatever when the Switch... How long has the Switch been out for? Like eight months? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, 73% of all gaming hardware sold in Canada in September was a Nintendo product. Fuck. What? Yeah, yeah, that's I don't know where they that's get those crazy. numbers, but that is what Nintendo states and that is pretty intense. I'm more interested in what a Canadian press release is like. Is it just like bunch of maple uh, syrup. it was just the american press release but with some fun facts at the top <laughs> oh it, it wasn't like how you doing a eh? no <laughs> i didn't sit see back. a single a sit, you don't get poutine sit, automatically with that email sit no. back with, <laughs> sit back with a cup of timmy's and enjoy your mario odyssey <laughs> <laughs> i wish so you've yeah, been I didn't uh, bring any home you've been playing super mario 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 odyssey miss mika i have yeah it's been good um well i like it and one thing that i really liked about it was that um i'm like not a super gamer so i am still super awkward with like moving around and doing stuff and everything takes me 17 hours but i like got through the first like level or world or whatever it was and got my moons and went and did my thing and then afterwards Derek wanted to try so he had to start too and so in watching him he like got through what I got through really fast but then he went back into that same world and like explored way more things and there was like 
I had gotten like five moons and was like, yay, I win on to the next thing. And then he found out that there was like 25 moons that you could get. <laughs> and so he's like going through all these like secret places and chambers and waterfalls. And it was really neat. I was just really impressed that like I felt really accomplished and like was enjoying it and felt like I was doing a good job. And then he could go in and that probably wouldn't have been as challenging for him. But there was all these other things he could do so that it was challenging and fun and exciting for him too. So, so, so question. Did did you feel yeah. um uh what's your, what's your what's your gaming pedigree like like where like um what's your what's your history? Um, so I'm pretty sure when I was a kid, I played like Mortal Kombat on something, and then at one point I had an N64 with Diddy Kong Racing, and then I pretty much never played a video game again until I met Derek three years ago. Gotcha. That being said, earlier this year, I did put 100 hours into Stardew Valley. So, you know, I'm basically a gamer now. No big deal. <laughs> um, but that's about it. That like, covers it. Oh, and I played one other one. I played Elder Scrolls for like three full days straight. And that was fun. You can start using, but, uh, you can start using the hashtag, not your shield. Oh, that's a reference I don't get. I don't think Hash I can. Hashtag believe in the shield. <laughs> um, so, would you put like 100 hours into Fallout Shelter? Gross. Oh, yeah, that's true. I did play Fallout Shelter on my phone. That was good. So, my, um, so my question uh, do you feel like your experience was um, as valuable as Derek's? Like, did you, if, if you had to like put a dollar amount to it, do you think you got an equal, for yourself personally, got an equal dollar amount? For what you were able to experience and as to like what Derek was able to experience. 100%. Because if he, if I hadn't watched him play that, I would have come out of that experience being like, man, that was super fun. Like I did such a good job of being able to do all the things. Like I had no concept that I had missed anything. Like I, like I had accomplished the goal at hand and I had done it well and I hadn't killed myself a million times. And like, it was fun. And then like just seeing that it was like holy crap there's this whole other world but it's okay because i was able to like wrap up my session and and it was like i didn't feel like i was missing anything at the time and then i've like moved on today i was playing it and i was like by myself so i couldn't ask anyone how to do anything and i like killed myself a whole bunch of times but i was still able to like accomplish stuff and like you know i had to walk away from one section because i kept dying and then i went to this other section and there i learned how to do something and like attained something that made me able to do the other thing and i was like oh my god i'm doing it this is so exciting so yeah it's been good hmm. so um are you um I, I guess i'm trying to like glean like way more uh meaning out of out of out of this but um Having yeah, fun? Going. You're enjoying it? You're enjoying it? What, what, what is, the, what is your personal philosophical debate of Mario in New Donk City? In what? New Donk City. How do you feel about that? I, I don't know what that means. Why? Was there something wrong with I'm it that I'm completely unaware of? No, I mean, there's like the, there's like normal looking humans, and then there's Mario, who's technically a human, but he doesn't look like anybody else. Oh, I don't else. think I've gone that far. I don't, I did, I've only met like little... I'm Right now, I'm in some place where there's like little people that look like they, their heads are like sugar skulls or something. And then if you talk to them, <laughs> Courtney, they tell you not Courtney to go twitched. in the purple lava. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the cultural appropriation level. <laughs> Yeah, that's, right? That sounds about right. <laughs> but it's very pretty. 
Cool. Um, Anyways, am I answering your question, yes. Shane? I like yes. don't think I'm far enough to know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is weird. Like all the promotional information made it seem like that was like the main world, and then it's actually somewhere in the middle. Um, Derek, since you are Derek and Mika together, what else? What have you been playing, or what else have you been doing? Uh, uh, so I put some time into Mario Odyssey as well. Um, it's so good. It's uh, one of the like. It, it's just so fun, and right from the get go, and I love the attention to detail. Like when you can't remember what the hat world is called but when you fall down to that and like all the buildings have hats and all the houses are hat shaped and all the people are hats and even like the railings uh as to like like the path that you're going on the railings have like hats on them and like just the attention to detail to everything is so like so deep um Oh, it's it's just fantastic. It was interesting. It was actually neat watching like like a lot of the mechanics and a lot of the moves Mario can do. Like those are classic Mario moves that have been around since like Mario sixty four. And so it was actually really interesting watching Michaela start the game and you know having not experienced many or any of the three D Mario games over the past twenty years. um like like just watching her play and sort of need to organically figure out how to do a move in order to get past this jump or or get to the next section like it just seemed like it all happened very organically and it was really interesting because i could just go into a situation and know exactly what needed to happen and she needed to kind of figure it out and um the way that it seems to pace that actually seemed it, it just was kind of really impressive um so yeah, the, no, the game like it was a game where I I feel like often my gaming sessions are very short. I'll play for twenty or thirty or forty minutes and then feel the need that like feel like I need to move on to to do other things. And it was the point where like I had to force myself to stop last night so I could go to bed so I could get up and go to work today. Like it was it was the first game in a while where I've not felt the need to stop playing um, shortly after starting it. And and it's something where I really can't wait to actually jump back into it. Um, crazy it's the switch still seems crazy to me in that like that is such a triple a experience and the fact that you could slap those joy cons onto the side of the console and take it with you is still something that seems really surreal to me um can i interrupt for a second also our friend brought his switch over the other day and he just like put it into our stand thingy and then his whole game thing was on our tv i was amazed it is an amazing console continue <laughs> um yeah so that's that's mario odyssey aside from that i played a i've played a little bit of uh wwe 2k18 which i'm interested in hearing josh's thoughts on as well shortly um i kind of shared my thoughts last week um or two weeks ago i guess they are still pretty much the same it's like a love hate thing mostly love um sometimes the bugs are hilarious sometimes they're just frustrating but they're they are there and they are many um <laughs> The uh, the roster of bugs is almost as big as the roster of wrestlers at this point, I think. So, Whoa! Um, aside, shots fired. Aside aside from that, I uh, uh, I have I actually spent some time this week, um, you know, after not being able to obtain a NES Classic last year and not being able to obtain a, a Super Nintendo Classic this year, um, kind of wanted to build actually a retro pie machine using a Raspberry Pi. Um, Michaela actually bought me a Raspberry Pi for our anniversary last weekend, which was a lovely Aww. gift. Um, so, I spent, so I spent a few hours setting that up. Um, yeah, I've just kind of... Tell, I, tell, so I bought, tell us about... It was like... How, how difficult... Sorry, sorry, we, we I had some latency <laughs> with Skype. I apologize. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually... I, I was thinking today I'll probably actually detail it into a longer piece for the site, but setup and everything like that was was really quite straightforward um 
it this is it seems to work really well it's something where like it is not it is not pretty compared to like a super nintendo classic or anything like that like the ui and, and there's skins and stuff like that that you can add but it, it is not like you'll hit a button and you'll see lines of code pop up before it loads the game and it's something where it, it looks clunky um but i mean it does it does what it does well and um you know i've played a few games so far i played some like kirby superstar because that was what i was really missing from the super nintendo classic um and that was a classic that i played a lot of as a kid um the, the emulation seems great so far uh, apparently it emulates up to about playstation one very well um n64 emulation is okay but can be iffy depending on the title so um i tried a playstation game already i downloaded uh uh wwf smackdown to see just how far games have come in that time apparently it's pretty far like still just as buggy (laughs) uh it may have been less buggy but there (laughs) there was also far less to do uh there was no weight detection uh i played one exhibition match and it was the big show versus one of the divas at the time and she was picking up like he was nothing uh so that was pretty interesting but uh the one thing and i kind say, of do and regret... they say there isn't strong female characters in gaming <laughs> right uh i i bought some like super nintendo style control like usb controllers from amazon um that is the kind of the thing i've noticed the most probably is like like you know i can get past things like the ui not being as nice looking and stuff like that but and and the controllers i got they were quite inexpensive it was like 20 dollars canadian so like four dollars american for like two of them um and they feel like shit like i don't even want to use them they're they're basically weightless uh the d-pad is like the d-pad just moves like like you can kind of slide it around on the controller but it's also like so sensitive that like half the time if you are just say trying to press the down uh down on the d-pad it will also register at it as left or right depending on like like there's it's very very hard to have it just down um so that's been kind of frustrating my my are you saying are you saying you're having trouble going down (laughs) uh my dualshock 4 (laughs) controller did hook up to it just fine uh and so that's what i use for like the playstation stuff and that feels a lot better um there's a yeah, there's a pretty... company called 8-bit dough 8-bit yes they make fantastic controllers yeah get some uh, of them they're, really, they're pricier though aren't they they're they're not uh not horrendously cheap but, but they work with the switch and everything too i think don't yep. they some uh the ones with yeah. the two joysticks too right so that's pretty cool yeah no it's been pretty cool so far i haven't had too too much time to to kind of delve into it further but i'm looking forward to spending more time with it and it's kind of fun to tinker around with that stuff as well I'm, uh, I'm actually that. i've been wanting to do that myself um is it are you did you source all the parts independently or did you get a kit no i bought a kit so there's a company called like the, the kind of most prominent company on amazon seems to be a company called canna kit um so it was like the kit was about a hundred dollars included like the uh raspberry pi it included a couple of heat sinks it included a the the kind of proper uh proper voltage power adapter for for kind of being able to run everything it can do uh it came with a case it came with an hdmi cable and it came with a 32 gigabyte uh sandisk sd card mm. um all for a hundred dollars really nice packaging and everything like that and there's links to and there's links and stuff to um to guides and and stuff on how to build it and and uh this the sd card is even pre-formatted with like a kind of a tiny os that exists just to like let you download other os's basically um so yeah, it seems like a pretty good setup. Um, and then yeah, of course, like it's a pretty popular thing to do. So especially in terms of things like RetroPie, so there was a lot of uh, guides out there on how to how to enable certain things and how to change the look of it and you know how to SSH in or how to enable SSH and everything. 
everything like that. So you can just couldn't just jump on it wirelessly. Um, the main one other kind of annoyance that I've had so far is that out of the box, the, the device doesn't actually have like a power switch or anything like that. So once you shut it down, you just kind of have to unplug the micro USB cable from it. Um, that's kind of annoying, but apparently you can add power switches and stuff pretty easily because it is such an expandable system. So it's, it's been pretty cool so far, but I, I was definitely planning on actually writing something up as to the experience so far. And um, um, if you cannot find a Super Nintendo Classic, which you, pretty much you can't, so uh, uh, it was cheaper and uh, uh, you know, more versatile, uh, more work though as well. But uh, I wouldn't not recommend it. But I would not recommend buying those controllers. Cool. Right on. Right on. Right on. Uh, Josh, <clears throat> anything new you've been playing? Um, I played WWE for forty-five minutes. <laughs> it was all right. It, it it's unbelievable how glitchy these games are, considering <laughs> they're pretty much the same game every year. Uh, but this one seemed to. Sp- like the glitches weren't as bad as last year, but they seemed like the small glitches were a lot more frequent. I I, th- I totally agree with that. So it was like people were getting stuck in the ropes, like rope break. All this w- weird stuff was happening. Like I remember one match I was playing because I was trying to get the trophy for like beating Undertaker with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania or some crap, and it was just kind of funny. Like Brock Lesnar runs down and like helps the undertaker and then i i like kick out of this tombstone and stuff when i'm finally gonna win brock runs in the ring and f5s me and then i win by dq i'm like cool at least i still won but they didn't give me my fucking trophy i was like that's not my fault but anyway it was funny too because i was trying to play it on stream with my halloween costume and there was one person in the room there was one person in the room with me the whole time and i was like oh at least i'm streaming for one person and i realized it was just me in the window trying to monitor the chat <laughs> I, i've done that oh no oh no that's fucking hilarious <laughs> but yeah aside from that just more of the same um i'm still desperately trying to unlock celica in fire emblem warriors i don't know why they decided to lock the best two characters behind like hours upon hours upon hours of missions but you know hmm. you have to do what you got to do to get to your waifu hmm. Yeah, um, you gotta fight for that waifu. And then I need I need opinions because Target's having their buy two get one free sale. Um, I already bought Dragon Quest Eight, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, and Metroid Samus Returns. And I don't know what other games to get. There, I'm thinking about getting Monster Hunter Stories, um, Layton, the new Professor Layton, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Four Apocalypse, uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, since they have pre-orders as part of the deal. Oh, oh, really? We get a pre-order yeah. ten copies again? No, I can't return those. Well, wow. Target knows what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Megan wants to get Wolfenstein, so I'm trying to think of other stuff too. I really want. Wolfenstein looks fantastic. I really want to start getting some of that stuff on the Switch. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about getting Doom for it, but like I already beat it, but I never bought it, and it was such a good game that I'd enjoy playing it again on Switch. It just comes down to what we were talking about last week, though. Do I really want to pay sixty dollars for it when I could get it cheaper elsewhere? Yeah, right. but yeah, but that's a that's about. All. Oh, and I was trying to play more Overwatch. I finished my placement matches for the new season, and it didn't do nearly as well as I did last time. But what do you I got. At? Um, I still need one more to get my placement, but I've won two and like lost seven. Ah. Um, and I got like two more Halloween skins, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I know Courtney uh, has an amazing Overwatch Cinderella story that she would love to share. Oh my god. Get Zenyatta. Let's hear it. You guys. So Shane and I were playing like the last day of the event 
and it was our last game. We played one more game so we could get our loot box, and I opened that loot box, and my last fucking loot box of the last fucking event, I got my fucking Zenyatta skin, and I almost cried. <laughs> and I have been so happy with it since I got it. I refuse to play with anything else now. Nope. No wonder my no wonder my SR is plummeting. Eat a dick. <laughs> it's your fault. <gasps> Bitch, I carry <gasps> I carry you. No, you don't. Oh. I mean, you kind of carry me, but I've been doing a lot better since you fixed my computer. Oh yeah, to talk. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, guys, all right, hold on, pause. She she has been complaining about computer issues for a minute, and I was like super grumping, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do a, a remote desktop connection, and I'm I'm gonna clean up your shit. And I went and I and I just started uninstalling stuff that she didn't need, and I I kept noticing that her fucking disk access was through the roof like her hard drive was constantly being accessed <laughs> oh don't worry she had the option to allow google chrome to run in the background with all of the extensions like the pinterest one that constantly pings the hard drive <laughs> so google chrome was constantly Pinterest is important okay yeah yeah Derek knows yeah but uh, her hard drive was spinning at max otherwise you'd have to wait like several extra seconds for it to load all the pins yeah Okay. No, 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 no. It was a button Several. so that I could no. So you push the button and then you can pin anything on that page. So when I'm looking at stuff, I can pin like ideas for people's presents or like, oh my gosh, I need to save this crochet pattern for later or stuff I... to buy at baddragon.com. No, that pin no. is a super helpful option on all the websites. I didn't realize that it made bad things happen on your computer. I don't think it was that. Yeah. Um... But... Shane got maybe get rid of it anyway. Well, no, like I, I killed it and I was like, Pinterest, like Pinterest stopped working. And I was like, what? So I just started like, fix that, clean a bunch of stuff up. Girl, and her hard drive was, was max. She had like 10 gigs left, like, like 40 gigs left. And I was just like deleting like old games, like League of Legends and stuff. And I'm like, wait, what's this huge file on her desktop doing? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. She has, she had Overwatch installed to her desktop. Oh gosh! I don't know why though. Like I honestly don't know how it got there because I did not originally install it there. But the PTR and the and Overwatch proper were both installed on my desktop at one point for some reason. Yeah. So hey, the most unoptimized file on the whole computer. Let's just install the game that you play the most there. So after all this, <laughs> I put it in program files. She's like, "Oh wow, it loads so fast." I oh I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to shoot like in front of them anymore. Like I can shoot at them. Like oh wow. It's not so buggy like so it would be even better if she switched to if you switched to discord too yeah <laughs> um so now i have to adjust my whole play style because i've been compensating for my shitty allocation for so long that it's fucked up how i play so i think i thought it was hilarious i was like i was like man i was just doing like a like a scan the hard drive for like file size and I'm like why is the desktop so big what does she have on here and Yep, two two instances of Overwatch on the desktop. What was my second biggest file on the desktop? Um, uh, do you want me to say? No, okay. <laughs> I was joking. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, that's kind of it, everybody. Oh wait, we got ask ask uh, Geekscape. Courtney, do you want to be the uh, uh, master of ceremonies for the Ask Geekscape section? Or no? Yeah. M Mika, do you want to do it? Special guest? Yeah, Mika. No, can thank do it. you. No. no, Mika says no. Okay, okay. Josh. <laughs> Derek? No, I'm good. Derek? What are what are you what are you asking everyone? What is everyone refusing to do right now? At the bottom uh, they ask, ask Geekscape. Oh, oh is I, it just reading the questions? Okay, I so can do that. No, I'm gonna, I, no, no, I should do it because no I'm not already. here all the time. You said no already. Okay. Uh so Rosie from the other podcast. What is that podcast, Courtney? 
Courtney and Rosie basic as fuck, which is a fantastic. What's that about? It's it's that's actually your question. She said, "What is this other podcast? And what's it about?" No, <laughs> so it's me and my best friend shameless Rosie. Plug. Uh, yes, yeah, shameless plug. Me and my best friend Rosie just talking about whatever we feel about talking about that week. So, um, our last episode, we talked about our worst dating experiences. We also, to be fair, did talk about our best dates that we had as well. Um, or at least I did. Um, Who's but your yeah, best so we're with? Shame. <laughs> Who's your worst date with? Also, some random dude. <laughs> no, some random dude from uh, from Alaska. Okay, keep it what, from Alaska. Wasilla. No, he was from Anchorage. Oh. He had a lazy eye, and he was just rude as fuck, and uh, yeah, a little rapey. Um, How did your lazy eye surgery turn out? <laughs> quite well. Quite so, well. I, I I can see in one direction. <laughs> uh, Rosie's story is really funny. So, yeah. What uh, what Rosie actually wants to know is what game were you initially very excited for, but were really let down when you finally got to play? Um, I thought about this one for a bit, so I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 5. Whoa. So excited and so much hype. And, like, it took a long time for that game to come out. Like, they literally released a demo that you paid, like, $30 for, like, a year before it came out because it was taking so long. And I was so excited for that game. And Metal Gear Solid has always been one of my favorite series. Um, and, you know, I was looking for that classic Metal Gear Solid formula where you, like, run down a hallway and then you get an hour and a half cutscene and the story <laughs> doesn't really make sense. But the gameplay is really good and the story then kind of makes sense. But it's all just really convoluted. And, uh, yeah, but it's a really, it's a linear, pretty linear experience like i just didn't feel any motivation like i didn't play that much of metal gear solid 5 and it was a major motivation issue because i most of the story is delivered through like the radio or through tapes or i don't even remember at this point but i just did not feel as connected or as attached to it and i did not end up getting that far in that game which sucks because did you, from a did gameplay you beat it like metal gear, I, no i didn't beat it oh can i tell you the ending no because maybe off air uh yeah like it it's i was so disappointed and it, and it sucks because the gameplay has never been better and the gameplay is so smooth and so slick and so cool but i just never felt motivated to actually continue to the next objective or to grab that next tape or whatever that's me Hmm. Uh, Miss uh, Courtney Dossett. Um, mine was Fable Three. So Fable was the first game I played, and then I was really, really excited when Fable Two came out, and really excited when Fable Three came out. And I actually even pre-ordered like the special edition Fable Three, and you got like a book box that the game sat in, and it had a, like a secret drawer with a coin and a set of cards. And I was so excited for that game, and it was such a fucking letdown. Um. Like the story didn't feel like the rest of the Fable stories. It felt really forced. It didn't. I didn't like a lot of like the gameplay mechanics. It felt really like linear and and shitty. And so I was really disappointed with it. I think I actually gave it to my brother um, a long time ago. Probably when I gave him my Xbox. Um, yeah, it, and it really upset me. And uh, and then Lion Head Studios went out of business and there's no more fable good bury it no i love that game i wanted them to because they had that new project and i really wanted them to like redeem themselves and and make a good fable game again because no, that game wasn't gonna was redeem good. anything fable... <laughs> yeah that I, game, I, saw, I had a friend in the beta and i watched him once and that game was awful looking oh was it i don't know i really enjoyed fable too. so i'll still play fable 2 i'm um they have fable on pc i'm waiting for them to to move fable 2 to pc as well which they probably will We'll never do, but never gonna happen. that would be the only reason why I would have an Xbox would be so I could play that one game. Um, yeah, 
Josh, how about you? Well, Fable 2 was great, and you're just giving me flashbacks. I love Fable 2, and then I played, like, right. I think 30 minutes of Fable 3 and just never touched it again. And it I also so got bad. the collector's edition. I, but... I finished it out of spite, but I was real angry about it. Uh, Megan finished it, and I saw all the stuff that made me kind of annoyed, like, with Reaver. But anyway, that's uh, that soft topic. Um, <laughs> probably, no, not probably, definitely WWF Attitude. Did any of you guys ever play that game? That game was Yo! horrendous. I gotta consult the book of knowledge. That game I was banned. My parents had banned me from wrestling by that time. So and they're just to... for it now. Yes. <laughs> okay. I remember this. I remember this when this came out. Okay. Yeah. The attitude. So just to give like the little backstory, the game was delayed for like a year because one of the wrestlers was in a lawsuit with them, and she was in the game. So they put it off. They put off releasing it because they were trying to fight over like royalties or whatever. So the game got delayed. It was like a month-to-month thing. Like, it would literally be like, oh, okay, it's coming out next month. Oh, it's coming out next month. And it wasn't really when the internet was a big thing. So you kind of just went by your monthly Game Pro magazine or whatever the fuck to look at when the next set of release dates was. And me being the spoiled little brat I was, like, I eventually started just being, like, in fucking tears. And I'd call Blockbuster, and for the eighth month in a row, they're like, oh, no, it's not coming out. And it finally comes out. I <laughs> buy it, and it's, like, the worst load of shit. Like... No, it's it was a lot like its prequel, but its prequel was passable because we didn't have anything better to compare it to, really. But you know, the new games are glitchy and everything, but at least they're playable. Like this game was this really weird, slow, clunky mess. All the moves needed to be input with some weird button combinations. Like if you wanted to do a Stone Cold Stunner, you'd have to be standing in the right position and push like up, down, left, B, A, and bullshit like that. It was just slow, boring, unplayable garbage and. You would think that that extra year that it was delayed would have been put to good use instead of just kind of sitting on it, which is probably what they did. Hmm. That's actually interesting. That I remember that, and like it, it got like mad. Everyone was like, "Yeah, oh, it's great. It's great. The combo system is dope." So, hmm, interesting. Is that not how you do moves in the current games? And is there ever a WWE game that isn't crappy? Um. One of my favorite games of all time is uh, one on N64 where I guess it is kind of slow and con- and it's a little bit slow by today's standards, but most of them are real simple where you just push like one button to punch or another button to grab. And once you grab them, you can just uh, like push A or B or whatever to do a different move. This one is like literally like fighting game combos, but in a 3D space where everyone moves like they're stuck in mud and you have to be and it's like Mortal Kombat where you have to have very specific positioning or the move doesn't even work. Not to mention that they all had these really weird shouts and yells and stuff while you were playing. So it's like if you put Bret Hart in a submission, he'd just start like sounding like he was vomiting. (laughs) It was just, it was just bad all around. Um, my um, my biggest disappointment, uh, b- besides uh, like two worlds, is that fucking game and the fucking taint shoot and all that shit. Um, the taint shoot? What? Oh yeah, you gotta sh- you got you gotta shoot the taint. You gotta ride the taint. Oh, I played that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, was probably Dark Void. It was supposed to be this like <laughs> what? That fucking game. The Jimmy Fallon Game Boy knockoff was better. What? You remember that? How they made a fake retro prequel that was supposedly a long lost NES game and Jimmy Fallon was in it? No. You don't remember this? It was no. on the DS. No. It was on the eShop, Dark Void Zero, it was called. I don't remember this. I'm, I'm glad I don't remember this. So it was supposed to be like this 
alternate history, like like in the in the guise of Crimson Skies, where you go through a portal in the Bermuda Triangle, and Thomas Edison is there, and he made a jetpack, and he's fighting aliens, and the people from Battlestar Galactica worked on it, and like did the music, and it was supposed to be super badass, and like I'm a huge fan of you know the Rocketeer, so I was like, oh, it's Rocketeer the game, and oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. The graphics were shit, the controls were shit, the music was shit, everything was shit. The first like. <laughs> Two or three hours, you don't even fly as a jetpack. You get the jetpack, and it's like um, you can use it to jump like across gaps, and that's it. And I, w- I was just, I, I, I couldn't believe it. It's, I have a dope light-up figurine for it, though. Like a really dope light-up figurine for it, though. Um, Dark Void Zero. All right, I'll con- oh, consulting the Book of No... Okay. All right, I remember this now. Why was Jimmy Fallon in it? It was just some weird cross-promotion. They tried to say that Jimmy Fallon, as a kid, won a contest to get his name in the game back when it quote-unquote originally came out in the 80s huh fucking weird man so yeah that's 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 probably my my biggest disappointment um my uh go ahead my biggest disappointment was overwatch because we didn't have it when i went to play (laughs) 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 all right um let's go through the next Uh, cup oh yes yes daddy yeah josh's story actually i'd like to augment my game with another disappointing game and it was just him talking about like do you say going to blockbuster all the time or something yeah okay so that reminded me of the time when i was super broke and silent hill homecoming was coming out and blockbuster was the only place in my town like the only place in my the city i lived in where they took trade-ins on games and their trade values were way worse than GameStops were but i needed silent hill homecoming because silent hill was my favorite series and the silent hill series was really good up to that point and i traded so many games to take home silent hill homecoming and i was so fucking disappointed i'm sorry oh I was about to tell you to fuck off, but then I remembered that uh, I was getting a confused with Shattered Memories. Shattered Memories is fantastic. Oh, Shattered, Shattered Memories was great. Yeah. Uh, but Homecoming was the low point, I think, of the series. Um, you should have come to American Blockbuster when they took trade-ins, and one time I traded in my bonus disc documentary of Halo 3 for 60 bucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Is it because they thought it was regular Halo 3? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so, um... Oh, let's go through. Let's power through these last couple of questions real quick because we are we are over time. Um, Raymond, bonus round. Bonus like there's round. a time limit. You say that like there's a there's a hard cap on like there should be how long there a show. Like most of the podcasts I listen to are like three hours long. We're making up for all the episodes we missed. Okay, all right, fair enough. So Raymond asked if we recast the Geekscape Games crew, who would replace you? Uh, Matt Kelly would replace all of us. <laughs> Just, hey, just bring in I the horror movie say, night podcast crew. I was gonna say that Jonathan would replace me because, and it would be great because his podcast come out like an hour after he records. <laughs> wow. Adam would replace Shane. All right. Discord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No. Um. I would say like like honestly. Um. Uh. Either Alex Jones or Milo Yiannopoulos would replace me. Ew. <laughs> no. They're putting fucking chemicals. They're turning the the wife who's gay. You know what though? That wouldn't happen because we wouldn't let it happen. Well, who would request? Who would request Josh? AJ Lee. Jonathan would probably shut down Geekscape before he would have let that happen. Yeah. Oh. No, no. No joke. Fair enough. <laughs> um. So also we got uh Matt Kelly, our own Matt Kelly, would like to know um what was the first game that got you started in your path to be an all out gamer uh anybody care to jump in i would my initial thought is the mario duck hunt combo but that's not really true because the first time i really got 
really hardcore into a game of Street Fighter 2. And I think I've told the story before, but when I was like four or five and I just picked Chun-Li because she was the only girl on the roster and it ended up beating all these like high school and college kids to the point where they started heckling me so I'd lose to the computer because they couldn't beat me otherwise. <laughs> they wanted to play themselves. Uh, but yeah. Okay, Courtney? Um, mine was definitely Zork Grand Inquisitor. Um, was like the first game that I played that wasn't educational and I didn't know that you could have games that weren't really educational and I really really enjoyed playing it and then I just wasn't able to play games again until I was 18 so but I remembered that I thought for sure you were gonna say James Pond (laughs) I I still haven't played it I need to get it so I can play it I thought you're gonna say Night Trap what's that (laughs) just says 25th anniversary yeah. I mean, what do you mean just? That, that was like two years ago. No, I think that was this year, and, and they re-released it for its 25th anniversary. Oh, night trap. Not the Book of Knowledge. That was the one that they invented the, like, yes, rating system for. for, right? Yeah. What's... Hold on. Cal- calculator. Uh, yeah. While he looks that up, so, uh, I think thinking back... Fuck. Take was it 97? It was 92. Oh, oh, yeah, it would make more sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so playing, I kind of mentioned it already, but Kirby Superstar was a game I was super addicted to. Um, also, like, like that was just a, like that was something that my grandma like was at my grandma's house. So I only played it, got to play it when I went there. My dad was kind of into games as well, though. Um, so, so we had like a Sega Genesis and everything. That was probably the first console I played a lot on. I was really addicted, actually, to like. I'm not a sports guy at all, but Mutant League Hockey was something that uh, I that is so count the amount of hours. <laughs> and I don't like hockey at all. Like that's probably it's the last hockey game I played. Very un-Canadian um, of you. Aside from when I did an EA play test and I had to play NHL for hours, and it was so boring. <laughs> but, remember how uh, Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey originally had fatalities in it, but the NHL didn't want their players being murdered. On I did screen. not. No, is that is that real? Is that a real thing? Yeah, because in uh, like Midway made it also the same way they did Mortal Kombat and you would get into like if you hit the same person enough times you'd get into like a one-on-one fight and if one player lost they would get dizzy like the Mortal Kombat pose but you couldn't do anything special you just could punch them and make them fall down and apparently they at one point were going to put fatalities in it to be a tie-in to Mortal Kombat and and Shell was like that's amazing (laughs) uh yeah so those two or growing up uh my best friend as a kid his name was Nick Doher. Uh, actually, I haven't talked to him in several years, and, and that's... <laughs> his name was what? Uh, his name was Nick Doher. Okay, just checking. It was his name. Uh, Shouts to Nick. Um, he, uh, he had an NES, and uh, we played hours and hours, and I think we had all-nighters of uh, RC Pro-Am 2 for the NES. Fucking, like, unbelievable game. Did you guys ever play that? Uh, no. Uh, it was just like this, like, like two-thirds uh, perspective, like, rc racing game um and so you could there was multiplayer there was computers there was like power-ups and stuff you could get those so you could like throw oil slicks and stuff like that um it seems way ahead of its time like it was like way better than every other racing game that was on the nes i swear um it, it's it's worth playing i'm gonna play that on my on my retro pie retro pie i can't say retro pie but i can play it uh for me for me it was um probably it, it wasn't a specific game but it was like a series of games it was the um i had a buddy who got a ethernet switch whoa d-link crazy and um it came with a demo disc for warcraft 2 battle.net edition and diablo battle.net edition and we like figured out how to get the two computers at his house to talk to each other and we would co-op diablo 1 and we would um play against each other in um uh oh fucking uh 
Warcraft. And I was like, okay, games are a thing. Like, you can fight people that aren't in the fucking same building as you. You can do it <laughs> over the world. That's crazy. So that really, that really was probably like the sparking off point. Sparking off point? Kicking off point. Starting off point. Yahtzee. Okay, so uh, finally, Matt Kelly wants to know, uh, if you could host another podcast, what would the focus be on and what would you call it? I feel like I, I don't need to give my answer because I, I don't want to host another podcast. I just want to be a guest. The Horror Movie Night Podcast? <laughs> the, horror, the Horror Night Podcast. No, anybody, feel, feel free to jump in. Anybody. But I have another wrestling podcast. Yeah, I was going to also say a wrestling podcast. I don't know that many people in real life that are into wrestling at all, and so I don't get an opportunity to like share or like chat about what happened this week or whatnot. Um, so you need a wrestling so podcast. So I need a wrestling podcast or Michaela is going to go crazy. Because <laughs> I'm always like, you need to watch it. We need to watch these seven videos on YouTube of, of, of what happened on Raw last night. Like, you need to watch this. I get lots of naps. Yeah. But I do like some wrestling. I would guest on that podcast. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like Courtney's already ha has her. I want another one. You want another one? I have two <laughs> other podcasts I want to do, actually. Because I'm Overwatch crazy. podcast. No. <laughs> I know that that's all I talk about with games. A, heart, but a no. Hearthstone podcast. No. I, I, you know what? I'm so overwatched. No, I want to do I want to do a D&D &D podcast, which would be probably the next one you were going for. Um, Like, where we could play like the one that we tried to start before um and then also talk about like the mechanics of the game and like how to get started um because i really love D D and i don't get to play anymore um and then i would have a fish podcast where i talk about ocean conservation and like, like translate crazy research papers into regular english for people and talk about how to be a responsible pet owner um and not have a endangered or threatened species as a pet <laughs> like a like a palace pa palace cat palace cat yeah you can't have one of those I want or one. just like or just like stuff people don't know like how how big a tank do you think you really need if you're gonna get a goldfish or a beta um or like what kind of fish can and can't live together or what's the best way to get a tank started stuff that people only like there's not a lot of good resources and there's definitely not a lot of consistency so hmm. Could, couldn't you just buy a bunch of fish and just test it out? No. <laughs> oh my god, Josh. No. <laughs> then they die. Yeah. Don't you feel bad? Like, haven't you ever, like, bought a fish and then, like, had it for a while, you get attached to it, and then it's dead, and you feel, like, super terrible about it? Okay. Hey, isn't that just how pets work? No. <laughs> Y'all... That's, this That's why, why I don't have pets, because I don't want that heartbreak. Well, you know, you, you know, you know, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Oh, no, there's not, though. <laughs> uh, there's global warming and acidification and shit. sad times, y'all. Global warming's a plot, an evil plot from... To China? turn the frogs That's gay! Yeah. yeah. Well, the frogs aren't turning gay, they're just turning into mush. They turned to Mario. <laughs> oh, like the first time you possess something in Mario Odyssey is amazing because he like Mario has no idea what the fuck is happening and he looks so scared and uncomfortable and he's like underwater and like I don't think he took a breath first like it's unbelievable you know what and then he just like looks down at his hands and he's a fucking frog and he must be terrified <laughs> which says a lot considering all the weird shit he's been through over the years Right. I mean, you'd think you'd think when you become like ten feet tall and start stomping on pipes and shit that that would kind of be the cap. You're like, all right, nothing's gonna surprise me anymore. Some next level shit in Mario Odyssey. Um, all like right, that fucking jump rope. That's it. Uh, a shout out to Snow Nine in the chat. Uh, Geekscape Games fan of the week, Snow Nine. 
Thank you for being in the chat. She wants she or he. I know. I, hey. I, I, I find to be I find snow to be a very feminine thing. So she uh, would love to watch you play Destiny Two, Josh. Me? Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember what happened when we played Destiny One? Like it's a heat confirmed. My game, like we were just running in circles, couldn't figure out what to do, and I just stopped playing. That was the last time I played it. Fair enough. All right. Uh, so that was level 133, guys. Thank you so much for coming and checking out the Geekscape Games podcast. As always, you can find us on geekscape.net, on lootcrate, lootcrate.com slash geekscape, promo code geekscape, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash geekscape TV, on Twitter at geekscape games. I am at Shane O'Hare on Twitter, SS Jakin on gaming platforms, Walter Chips, number 1725 on Blizzard, Miss Courtney Dossett. Um, you can find me on Twitter at AK Geeky Girl. Um, and everywhere else, I'm Geeky Girl AK, mostly. <laughs> All right. And Josh? I'm at Inu Joshua just about everywhere, especially on Twitch, so you guys could watch me play and so I'm not talking to myself in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Derek Cranavelt? Uh, I'm at D Cranavelt on Twitter and Captain K17 on uh, gaming platforms. And Miss Mika, where can people find more of you? Uh, I'm on Instagram, MikaMax309. And I have some gaming things, but I don't know what they are. So next time, next time. <laughs> all right, we, we almost got through all the way through a Tarsim Singh film. So we'll see you guys back here next week, everybody. Bye. 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 Yeah, I kind of threw you guys for a loop on that. Yeah. Buy my rings, yeah. make them go insane yeah.